What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Process Podcast. We're coming in strong today. Episode we 12, Zach? right? Episode 12, yeah. Nice. You know what I just, just realized, actually, about tomorrow's tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's going to be episode 13. Oh. It's going to be a Friday the 13th episode. Yeah. Even though it's not the day of the month, not being the, um, the 13th. It's the 13th episode of the Process Podcast yeah. landing on a Friday. We're going to have to do like a spooky edition Sp- yeah maybe we'll have some like, spooky music at the beginning <laughs> big spook or like uh what <gasps> is it? that reminds you of something i'll well, I'll, I'll mention it maybe or maybe now i don't know should we leave it into this it, nothing really design related but that reminded that reminded me um last night had a, a long night working on some portfolio stuff which i'll talk about soon mm. but then good, once i'm done stuff. and i'm in bed and i'm watching some youtube before i'm falling asleep and uh, this video pops up, my recommended. And it's these two guys, just like an American guy and an Irish guy who play like games together. And uh, I forgot the channel name, but um, they're playing this new like horror game. Okay. For PC, I think it'd be so much fun to play with friends. But really? like you're like a paranormal investigator, like that's the game, and you oh, like okay. start okay. off in like this like you know like a truck trailer with all your equipment inside, and you have to go to like into like the, the spooky machine. house yeah basically the mystery Ooh. machine and you go into the house and you have to like find clues to figure out like what type of like ghost it is or whatever but Whoa. it's like super spooky yeah oh it looks a lot of fun do you have any idea what the uh what the name of the game is it's phas phasmophobia phasmophobia i think is that or like sh- a legitimate thing phasmophobia um can a person have I would imagine that's probably like fear ghost or something, right? I'm going to Google it right now. Or it's just a cool sounding name for a game. I think it's a cool sounding name. Speak, it, speaking of Google, we finally made it onto Google Podcasts. Finally, after, yeah. After almost two weeks. Two weeks. It was oh. a bit of a big win. Take the small wins. Yeah. Phasmophobia? I think... The fear of ghosts is sometimes okay. referred to as phasmophobia and erroneously spectrophobia, the later being an established term for fear of mirrors and one's own body. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't even know fear of mirrors was a thing. There's a fear for everything, isn't there? Probably. Phobia for I mean, everything? Dracula's afraid of mirrors, isn't he? Um. Maybe. I, I wonder well, what he, the... He, uh... He can't see himself in a mirror, but yeah. I remember but the... in in this in the Netflix series, that's not yeah. what he. So I wonder, like, is it just recent pop culture that has started to? Because um, you know how, like, between the like throughout the years, pop culture with certain things like that come up with their own kind of rules, right? So like yeah. most people know as vampires, like you can't go in the sun, you can't see yourself in a mirror, you can't, you can't eat be. anything in blood, you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah, you know. But hmm. in that um, Dracula show, which I think is like heavily based off of like the book, right? It's pretty closely based. It's pretty close to the book, but then it takes a much different turn. Like when it gets to like the modern, yeah, like shit, halfway so. through because it's only three episodes, right? And yeah. for the most part, the story is the story is there, but the characters have all been kind of jumbled around and mixed up, and hmm. it's. It's different, but in in saying that, I have a copy of Bram Stoker's Dracula, the original from like 
18 something or other. Yeah. And in, in, in the book, he can't see in, like he's not in a mirror. His reflection Mm. doesn't show up. Interesting. Um, I don't think it ever explains why, but that's a bit of a rant. Brief. Anyways. uh, Yeah. Brief start. Brief start. You were, um, we also have an Instagram now. The process podcast finally has an Instagram. It is up and running. Yeah. The process underscore underscore podcast because someone out there has the process podcast all one word someone also has the underscore process underscore podcast someone also has the process underscore podcast yeah it was kind of the cleanest one we could get you know which doesn't look bad i think i mean graphically i think it looks kind of cool anyways but i'm i'm personally because i like underscores underscores. yeah exactly i've got an underscore in my Instagram name Dylan underscore Torville. I think I do too. I think you do Zach underscore Watson. Yeah, 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 I do. Or it's two, uh, something like that. Oh, do you have two? I, I think you have, do. I might have two actually, because again, someone probably had the one. Yeah. So whoever has the process underscore podcast, we would like that domain, please, because you haven't posted anything. <laughs> you have no followers, and you're not following anybody. It's just yeah. a bit of a dick move. I'm not personally not. A fan of that but um yeah i i'm not on instagram at the moment i don't have it on my phone or on my laptop or anything so i delegated you the job of being the process social media manager yeah which is hilarious because <laughs> i don't really know what i'm doing no you didn't you're like i sent you some photos that we could post to at least show people where they can find the show which is now on Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, a whole bunch of platforms. And you were like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll post it. So you went ahead, you made the account, got it all set up, and then you posted it. And you were like, it's it's square, it's all right, but it's just a square. It's like, why is it just a square? This was was this your first time ever posting a photo to Instagram? No. Confident no? Uh like an 85% confident no. No, it was a okay. third, I guess, cuz I've put um I only have two posts on my actual personal account. Oh, right. But I guess True. I never had an issue um the very first one I posted was just a sketch of mine. I remember when was I put that, a, that Was that a square photo? Um, no, I don't think so. But that one fit. I don't remember having an issue with that. And then actually, when I did the the other post, the the newer post, um, yeah, I realized the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was me. Okay, no, that was me definitely being an idiot. But I was also because like yeah, when you go through the app and you you're picking what pictures to to upload, kind of thing. The mm-hmm. little the little button for like the size of the photo is very poorly placed poorly and in, poorly integrated into the maybe user not even poorly placed. maybe it's just me being an idiot but um possible i missed it the first time yeah but we got to figure it out we so, got to figure it out and uh we'll keep we'll keep posting more on instagram for sure yeah um we've got inktober coming up now in six days yeah i was thinking today actually i was um I didn't get around to it because I forgot and only just remembered now that you said Inktober. But I was mm-hmm. gonna look for some if there was any cool um art stores nearby that we could go and 
yeah get a sketchbook because i know we said we wanted to go out together and kind of you know find a cool sketchbook for for inktober i think next wednesday i have to go out to work next wednesday being september 30th i'm just looking at the calendar now Mm -hmm. what we could do is i could go to work go to work early so i can leave early and then i'll drive out to uh to where you are and we'll go out we'll uh we'll smash the uh smash the podcast that day and then we'll uh get some go out get some sketchbooks film it and we'll make a video that hopefully we can put out on october 1st as the start that'd be cool that'd That'd be really 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 cool could be our first igtv video if it's long enough Mm -hmm. i'm sure we can uh, there's uh, we can absolutely stretch it out over 60 seconds of content just to get um a uh a sketchbook for sure yeah, we're going to have to. I just envision in the video, like, in the art store, in, like, one of those cliche shots of, like, looking down the aisle of the art supplies, and there's one of us Ooh, at the end, yeah. like, looking through the stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. We'll, yeah. Get a, we'll get a shot list together. We'll plan that out. Write yes. the script for it. Storyboard it, everything. Oh, we're basically, like, movie producers at this point. Basically, uh, yeah. But, yeah, you figured out Instagram. You're learning. We're learning. Yeah, I'm uh, learning. I've never been, like, again, I had Instagram for years and never posted a single thing. Which is impressive. Yeah, I was just, I've never been someone to be like, you know, know, wake up and like, this is how I'm feeling this morning. And then post that as a picture or something. I'm not going to do something like that. No, I only even then. Like, like you never yeah. posted any any school stuff or any like even any design work on there. Yeah, I think until recently. I think it was that mindset of like, oh, it's not good enough for Instagram or something stupid like that, you know? Mm, what is good enough for Instagram then? Yeah, it's, or is that just is that just you projecting? Uh, I think that's just more of a, a mindset. I think. Hmm. Yeah, let's get into that conversation. I think that is because that goes into kind of what we want to talk about, anyways. About, um portfolio and yeah big time applying for jobs and stuff because i think is it good enough for instagram is kind of bs anyways bs question yeah, it's like, in- like instagram I, is seen as a standard that you need yeah to meet. like i get it it's like everyone wants to put a picture on it's up it's like you know they gotta pick from one of a hundred photos of them just standing outside somewhere and they gotta add a filter and a right caption it's all like a, a six hour effort you know yeah and it's just like who really one, just for one post yeah it's and like brutal. yeah so it's like who really cares i mean i i went through the mindset like i said of didn't thinking my work was good after seeing all like you know sketches and stuff online by other people i'm looking at my work i'm like is it really like you know i didn't yeah i was kind of in You're... between i was like you shouldn't let that stop you from just you know being creative and putting your work out there it's okay to not be the best on Instagram, you know, when it's like, you know, but then I was also like, I don't want to like embarrass myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's it's a tough balance, but it got to the point where I was like, I did a sketch where I was like, I'm more than happy with this. You know, I quickly threw it into like, um, Photoshop and Lightroom and put a filter over it, made it look kind of nice and yeah. And just put it on. It looks fine. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, especially with Instagram being so literally so prevalent right now. Um, I mean, I, I've used Instagram 
quite frequently in the past. Um, especially like when I did my internship, most of my day was posted on Instagram so that people like people would be able to basically live, live my entire life because it was all on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then like over the summer, I just, I used it. I posted, um, an IGTV video of a painting that I did the one in the background that you can see right here, mm -hmm. posted that. And then after I posted it, I was like, Hmm, I don't, I don't know why, but I just didn't feel like I needed to go back on there. So I was like, I'll, I won't, I won't look at it for a day. And then that turned into, I won't look at it for a week. And that was back at the end of July. Yeah. You just got used to it. I mean, I feel I like it's a pretty healthy it. thing to do, right? I think so. And it's, it's maybe it's, it's limited me in the sense that I haven't been exposed to as much design stuff recently because obviously I'm not on there and I'm not seeing, um, all these other people's posts of what they're working on, but I can still look on Behance and still have Pinterest and yeah. still have Google that I can look up stuff. If I want to read an article about this new, new car design or something that's come out, I can find that information, but I, I found that tough with like posting my personal work on Instagram too of like people automatic once you do it people will automatically compare you to what your stuff looks similar to yeah right like if you're posting a car sketch people are like oh it kind of looks like Sangwon Sayok but you messed up this part this part this part this part yeah. and then the only part that you pay attention to is the fact that you messed up on the certain part not the fact that they compared you to Sangwon Sayok which yeah, for those which who is don't tough. know, saying one big, big car sketcher on YouTube. Pretty Fantastic. much. Fantastic. And pretty Instagram much a God. too, actually. Yeah. He, pretty much. he invented car design for <laughs> purposes. Yeah, no, I feel like that's and I'm not an expert in saying this because I haven't fully gotten over that that um fear of not being good enough or something or you know, having people judge my work or something. But I think I've kind of um developed a bit of a tougher skin towards that now mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna you, i feel like you gotta realize like no matter what you're doing everyone's always gonna compare you to something else and oh yeah you just gotta be able to take it and be like no do you know what you know whatever i'm just at least i'm being creative right like actually on my instagram yeah. i was like because i had like under my name i had like uh junior like i had design student during mm -hmm. design school and then i think i changed it to like designer or industrial designer or something and i don't i think i changed it maybe just a designer or something i can't remember or junior mm -hmm. designer or whatever and then i was like i wanted to put another line because i saw yours and it was like um oh is it just trying to do cool stuff or something like that right or something like i th i think so i can't you'll have to pull it up because like i said i don't have instagram let me phone. let me pull it up really quick i think it was like i'm just trying to do cool stuff probably i mean i, I had a conversation with my mom about that today like we we're talking about money and saving money and because now we're going to be soon approaching the point where we have to start paying back student loans yeah. um i think the end of october end of inktober our grace period ends and we have to start well i never back. i never had that because i didn't have osap but yeah oh fair well for those of so for those of <laughs> us who do have to pay back loans that's starting um in a month basically and we were talking about how much money um I'm saving and all that kind of stuff, like the nitty gritty financial details. And 
I said, like, for the most part, I'm saving about 90% of the money that I'm making through my job. But then like 10% of that, say 10% of each paycheck is going towards like a savings fund to purchase tools that I can use to make things that I enjoy and make mm-hmm. cool things. It's like the next the next big investment that I want to make is a camera. Like I have a camera at the moment, but it's like a beginner's level DSLR from Costco that we got 10 years ago. And it's fine. It works well. But I want to be able to up that creativity by upgrading, not relying on the upgrade of tools to do so, but upgrading it for myself yeah. in a way. And I also just, I like the look of buying a new camera, to be well, honest. Yeah, and so. As you get better or something, you want to invest yeah, exactly. more into it, right? And upgrade. Like it's, And hopefully that's it allows us to be able to film to film this once we get to be able to do it in person consistently we're in the same place all the time so yeah did you uh figure out yeah, what yeah, yeah. So i'm just trying is? i'm just trying to make cool stuff i'm just trying to make and cool i, was, stuff. I and saw that i was like exactly it. i was like damn it because i want to put that because it's just rad um you, oh you know you know what you should do what? So i'm just trying to make cool stuff just like dylan <laughs> actually maybe but i, I put it's, um especially since i did like the chroma graphics pro uh mm-hmm. thing i guess i can talk about too but i was like let me do a little graphic work and i put like in square brackets i put uh just mm-hmm. trying to be creative <laughs> i like that because i, I like thought that. i mean it's it's kind of what i was you know i was gonna say it was like you kind of have to just get to the point where you're like do you know what i'm just trying to i'm just trying to be creative i'm just trying to put my work out there i'm not trying to say yeah. that i'm the best or look at me look at what i can do no. You know, I'm just like, this is cool. I want to show people, you know, what I'm doing because I think it's cool. And if I think it's cool, there's probably a few other people that think it's cool. Yeah. Um, and for those that don't like it or don't think it's cool, it's not for them. And they just move on. And yeah. That's and that's fine. and that's kind of what, um, like, recently I did my I post, my, my second ever post on Instagram. Look at you go. Um, I don't want an avid Instagrammer now. Um, I'd say so. All it is, it's like three images of some like experimental graphic work, I guess you could say, mm. graphic design. I like that. And um, all it was was, you know, recently when you and I were starting the podcast and we're looking at inspiration for like the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and I showed you the guy that I'd recently found. It was like a young designer from Ireland, it was, or the UK somewhere. Mm. And um, Do you remember his do, name? Um, uh, is it like SB Baker or something like that? Something like that. Something we'll like find that. out who it find is, it. and we'll link his. Uh, he's on Behance, right? Um, maybe he is, but I yeah. only found him on Instagram. But uh, uh, we'll put his Instagram in the uh, show notes. Yeah, and we just loved his graphic work. Oh yeah, beautiful his aesthetic style. His aesthetic, like, excuse me, the um, just the overall like graphic design of it was super cool i think we both looked at was like yeah we kind of want to do something like that right definitely and you know seeing what he was doing and then once i followed him you know suggests all the other kind of accounts that you should probably follow and there was a bunch that were like um people doing like book covers and magazine covers and um just like graphic work that's got Mm -hmm. just people playing around with really cool graphics and they just like post one every day or every couple of days and I was looking at, I was like, I want to put more work on my Instagram just to show 
people like, you know, Hey, I'm creative. This is what I do. I think it's cool. And maybe you'll think it's cool. You know, that kind of thing. Your degree is being put to use. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I also too, is like, if I ever link like Instagram, like my portfolio or for a job Mm. or something, they can at least see something else that I'm working on and what I like to do on my own time. Right. Yeah. And not just a blank page. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want to do more sketches for sure. Cause they don't take long, but I was like, what else can I just work on just to like post more consistently. And recently I've been really like kind of falling in love more with graphic design and just that kind of, mm. you know, style of, uh, that area of, of design. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do something like that. So I started making lists of like ideas of like what I could do. And I was like, mm, maybe I could do, cause that like, guy we were just talking about, he has some like website, like homepage kind of concepts for like Nike and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, I wonder if I could do like my own kind of cool graphic design, you know, website homepage for like car companies, stuff like that. Cause that's what mm-hmm. I enjoy. And, and then, you know, I was like, Oh, come up with the other ideas. Uh, and then I was like, maybe I could revisit Chroma, our yeah. second year chair project. Because I was like, I know I have some pretty good images of that. And it's like, it's our work. So I don't have to worry about any, you know, any copyright or any like. Yeah, no one's no one's going to come after you for a cease and desist and saying like, stop stealing my property. Yeah, it's like, it's our own work. And it's like, I'm proud of it. It's still probably to this day, my favorite project in design school. Um, Absolutely. Hands down. Best and, project ever. And I was like, I think all of us in the group feel like there's more potential in that product. We will fully still. develop it. Very and soon. so I was like, do you know what? Let's go revisit that. Cause I remember doing some of the graphics for that a while back. Mm-hmm. Like I think when we did the postcard uh, for the show, I think that was one of my ideas I'd come up with where it's like the outdoor. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was your one. idea. And then I think one of the banner ideas was like, or maybe the final one was based on something I'd come up with. And I was like, I thought it was cool at the time, but I'm like, I bet now. Looking back on it, the graphic design of it is horrendous. Yeah, and look, and then, you know, recently doing kind of the graphic work for the podcast artwork and stuff like that. I'm like, I kind of want to take some of these really cool graphic ideas that I've been inspired by recently and throw that onto Chroma and see what happens. So I did. And mm-hmm. I just, three, you know, images. The first one looks kind of like, I kind of made it look like as if it was like a, a designer clothing brand like collection you know it's like fall winter collection like it's very fancy you know buy buy or you like spec it and order one or something and and then the last page being like a kind of like a designer tag mm. for yeah like, i like i like the last for like chroma design team or whatever um but i thought it came out well i thought the i think so work was cool i was like i showed you it before and i was like and you liked it i was like I'm going to post it just because I want to put something new on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I liked it enough where I didn't even really think about like, oh, what do people think is lame or whatever? I didn't even know. Yeah. I was like, if I think it's cool and you think it's cool, then at least all the other people that we went to school with that I have on Instagram are going to think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't, then they're just wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's they the all liked it. it. But then I got a lot of people messaging me, like really liking it. Oh yeah, like and who? I um, like I had an anyway. old friend that I'd grown up with. Oh wow! For a long time, that like I've been speaking a little, uh, a little more to now, but um, hadn't spoken to him really much in the past few years, and he had shared it on his story, 
and uh and i messaged around i was like thanks man i appreciate that he's like hey you gotta um you know deserve good work deserves like to be you know shown off kind of thing i was like i appreciate that that's so cute Mm -hmm. shout out to that guy yeah whoever whoever zach's old friend is sawyer sawyer edward okay i I remember that name yeah you've spoken about him before and then uh last night when i'd finally tweaked my portfolio Mm. um and put it on behance oh your portfolio is on behance yeah wow i just threw it on there because i uh because i didn't have uh adobe acrobat to combine the pdf so i was like i I can i can put it on as like a project and it like looks nice on behance and i was like instead of just like compressing a portfolio pdf and sending it to employers i can just hopefully send a link and be like hey you're gonna check it out check it out if you need it kind of thing but i also threw the chroma project on there so i was like why not because i already have the work it's only three pages i just threw it on there and within like an hour of being up, I got some random guy on Behance commented on it was like, like, good work, really like the, uh, um, the lighting and stuff like that in it. Really? And I was like, wow. Oh, okay, cool. Like, and it's, I feel like it's one of those things like once, um, you know, when you're starting out and you're first kind of putting your work online, the first couple of people that like, you know, show love and show appreciation. You remember, oh, like for that, sure. that. Those, you know, it's not like I even. It's not even like an ego boost thing. It's just like it's nice to be like, you know, am I really like, am I good? Like, I'd hope after four years, I know kind of what I'm doing. But putting you get work recognized. out, yeah, and having people. Oh, I I just found it here. Having people recognize it and be like, hey, this looks cool. Like that looks. It's it's kind of rewarding. I don't really like the portfolio. Oh. By the way, can I talk about that? Second page of the portfolio. Hey, I'm Zach, and I do design. I like that with a cheeky signature. I yeah. borrowed. I borrowed that idea from. Um, who's the guy on YouTube? Is it Sam? Does design? Yeah. No, I know exactly. Yep. 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 I know exactly what you're referencing. And there. he did something like that on his portfolio, and I was like, "That's a nice oh. way," because like I'm always like a believer of like. I know a portfolio is supposed to be like it's professional, right? You're showing it to to dude. You're showing it to employers clean. and stuff. Thank you, I appreciate. This it. This is the first time I've seen your thesis work, like ninety nine percent of it, because I saw your banner stuff. Yeah, which doesn't cover kind a, of a, all and of I it. Barely remember your banner because that was so long ago. But yeah, I am. I'm a little speechless, to be honest. I really, really like. You're not it. just saying that. No, I I dig this, man. Oh my gosh. One thing wow. though, I'll um, if I can talk more about myself here. No, send it. Go for it. Um, let loose. Because the portfolio is interesting. I'm not a massive fan of it. I can understand um, that because, like, oh, the end. I like the end. Um. Oh, I would, I like if anything, look through the, the last project, like the branding of the team, yeah, the clothing brand Tri- thing. Triple T. I think that is, that's my favorite part of the whole thing, easily. I think so too. I mean, the mock-ups are beautiful. It's pretty short, but like yeah. it gets the point across, but it's also, it's clean. It's very clean. 
And that's the thing, like, I Man. I had been procrastinating a lot, you know, during the um, pandemic and being stuck at home. And I'd been working on it slowly. And I had it to the point where it was like most of the pages were pretty much done. Yeah. But it just needed some polishing. And mm-hmm. I ended up adding a few more pages, a few more information and cleaning up and changing some of the graphics and whatever fonts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't like, I was kind of going, I was in, I was stuck in a hard place where I was like, I need to have a portfolio done so that I can apply for jobs because I don't want to apply for a job and then like send in a resume or whatever and then uh, have them like get back to me right away and be like, all right, send us a portfolio. Because yeah, when they say that, of, it's like they're expecting you to send it within probably that day. I can't yeah, be like, at least. I can't have them say, send us your portfolio and then give them a week to wait while I finish something, right? Because I wanted to have that done. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to get it done. But then I was also, you know, do I have enough to put in? I need all these projects I want to work on more, you know? Yeah. And it got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I just got to get a version of it done. Yeah. So I'm not stressing. And so I can send it to employers. And then, you know, like they always told us in school, the portfolio is like the one project that you'll never finish. Yeah, no, like you, you're never done. Yeah, you finish it when you're retired, I guess, or something, or when you're dead. Yeah, and yeah, you're always you you're always tweaking it and and switching out projects and you know, changing it's the overall an, style it's of an it. It's an evolving. It's an evolving document, right? Like it's living, yeah. it's growing, it changes as you change as a designer, right? Exactly, and I think it's never static. I actually had a really, I was like, I was really happy at about three a.m. in the morning when I had wow. finished it and I uploaded Behance and it was done. And I was like, it's out there, it's done. And I had a really like happy moment because I was like worried about like it not being good enough. As soon as you go on Behance, you look up industrial design portfolio. You know, I can find the first oh, 10 man. that are all better. Yeah, instantly. But and then um, that, that brings in like, that's a comparison thing again. Exactly. yourself to other people. And I just have to stop myself and think it's like, who who cares like yeah yeah it needs to be good and you know it's representing me and my skills and and, you know hopefully helps me get a job but also it's like i'm gonna change it like it's gonna get worked on Mm -hmm. and i mean it's gonna get added to it's gonna get changed up i just needed to get it like a version of it done if anything this is like the second portfolio i've ever made yeah probably because excluding excluding the one we had to submit for no that that, that including that one. Oh, really because i made wow. one for what we had to do in school in third year right during the class yeah. we had to we had to submit one to get it ready yeah. for internships mm-hmm. um now that one i'm calling my mark one that's my iron that's man fair. cave suit you know that's the mark one yeah and then it's a this one elementary yeah this one is the mark two you know un unpainted Iron Man suit, you know, this is I like it. This is just Mark II. It's like I, I think, I, I, I think personally, I'm getting better at graphic design, dude. Definitely like, recently, and I feel like better. I'm starting to get the hang of making my work look a lot better than it is. 
which I think is a good skill to have because it's all about presentation. Even with great work, if you can't put it on a page well, it's going to look a lot worse. And if, if you, even if your work isn't like really good, if you can make it look good on a page, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, that that personal project that branding project that's my favorite in there by far mm-hmm. um i again, can see why that is yeah like, like it's not long easily. because that was like something i'd started not too long ago and it was just like me trying to get all these ideas out of my head as fast as possible before i forget them mm-hmm. um the the thesis i was like obviously i'm gonna put it in there it's like my largest and most intensive project i've worked on yeah in-depth project right and the thesis one's long because there's a lot to go into it you know yeah i think that's the project that we have the most content for realistically exactly and the thesis work again i I like the way i i think i like the way i made the pages look anyways the layout i think looks pretty good um i think a lot of the content i don't think is bad i just you know from one of the past episodes where I talked about thesis, I'm just not happy with like the actual outcome of the design. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't mind it. And then honestly, the other two, I mean, I put Chroma in there cause I was like, I'll be honest. I didn't know what projects to put in my portfolio. Cause I was like, you know, there's maybe it was me being hard on myself, but I was like, I don't have a whole lot of projects that are at the quality that I want to like use to present myself in a portfolio. Mm-hmm. And one of, kind of one of the bummers being in the auto side of the program was I just kind of got, I felt like our year kind of got shafted when it yeah. came to auto because we just got so unlucky that the two years we had it kind of like we didn't have any industry sponsored projects. No, not one. Whereas you guys in product had like a bunch, you know, you had like almost yeah. two a semester sometimes. Thinking we had in first semester, third year, we worked with Umbra, which was challenging on both aspects because I don't, even the designers at Umbra reflected on it afterwards. And they were like, yeah, to be honest, we don't even know what we assigned you. Like they couldn't tell yeah. us what the project, what the objective of it was. It was display, but then it was display something, but don't store something. And then some of the design, one of the designs that ended up winning was quite literally a storage box. Right. It's like I, I can get a cardboard box at the dollar store. Yeah. And it looks exactly the same. That's beside the point. Um and then that was that was first semester. Second semester we had Spin Master. And then for other fourth year or for fourth year product students, they worked with ABC. And then we had a another sponsored projects so yeah one one per semester yeah which and like all those projects are like great work to put into portfolio because it's like fantastic first of all it's industry sponsored so it's like at a more professional level but they're also Mm -hmm. super in-depth you know complex and i feel like most people even if they didn't do really great or if they didn't win whatever they still had like a really good product at the end of it right like a really good design and we didn't really have that in auto we just spent a lot of our time still trying to learn how to sketch something right yeah which is tough especially when you're doing that for two years 
Yeah, and it's tough when you come to do your portfolio, portfolio and you're like, we don't really have anything like really in depth. So I was yeah. like, okay, what am I going to put in there? I wanted to put Chroma in there because I was like, again, super proud of the project. Um, I absolutely love it. I also knew I had pretty decent photos already of it. So I was like, I, c- I know I can make it look good on mm. the page. Yeah, and I was sure. like, you know, kind of shows of like the teamwork aspect of, you know. Yeah, an it employer. Shows, shows that you can work with other people. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is an important thing. So I was like, okay, do it. I'll do that. It's not long, but it's there and I think it looks good. And then I put the lamp in there just because, again, I was like, what else am I going to put in? And mm. um, again, short, but because I didn't have like really like any ideation like here's a first year project i don't even know if i still have the ideation pages and if i do i don't even want to look at them because i know they're awful i think i have mine still i i might have mine i probably do somewhere but no idea sketchbook oh i know mine was all like love my 17 stuff so they're just Mm. loose somewhere but even though it was a first year project looking at it i was like the design is nothing crazy, but the actual outcome of mm-hmm. like the build, I think the the quality level is actually pretty high. Yeah, it was a well built model. So especially like, out of metal. Yeah, so there's that, and I knew the pictures I took of it were actually pretty nice too. Shout uh, out to the iPhone X for that. Yeah, I mean, even on the iPhone with, I mean, the the, the photo booth at Humber helped a lot because mm, the lighting light. and everything was nice. They had a very expensive light, which was really useful. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was like, again, it's not long, but it's ideally I don't want it in there, but I just need something I need. It's in there for now. I need a Mark two portfolio yeah. for now. And now I can yeah. focus on new stuff to put in. That's um, pretty, that's pretty fair though. And it was a I tough think. thing to consider. Cause I'm like, you know, am I putting like scrap work in there i got really self-conscious about it but i'm like now i'm like you know it is what it is like you know i'm ready to work on new stuff and 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 switch it out which is the idea anyways Hmm. i like that i like i like the mentality of it like it's like you were saying it's ever evolving and your portfolio is never going to stay the same like eventually hopefully we will reach a point where there's no school work in it and it's all professional work that we've done ideally yeah um i think i think we can grow this podcast to the point where we can make it a portfolio piece you say what, absolutely what have, you done? what have you done in design and like what's an example of work that you've done it's like well we've been able to grow this great design community centered around a podcast that just mainly talks about creativity and education and just learning stuff realistically exactly and i think that was that was one thing too i was thinking of when i finished it i was like and i was quickly looking up behance of some other like industrial design portfolios not because i was like i want to see my competition or i want to you know whatever (laughs) it was just it was just more like i was curious to see like what they worked on and you know how they what their graphic design was like how they portrayed and Mm -hmm. showed off their work and I'm looking at like kind of strict industrial design portfolios and it's all like, you know, it's more product based stuff. And 
the funny thing is I'm looking at mine. I'm like, I almost don't want mine to look like that. Cause as mm. I'm finishing, like as we finish school and as we're, you know, coming professionals and I'm saying professionals in air quotes right now. Um, yeah, very loose term, very loose professional term. Um, the more I'm realizing kind of like the more I want to branch out mm-hmm. to, to other areas of design and not just product design or, yeah. or something like that. Right. And Again, I think of like having the podcast as something to mm-hmm. put in a portfolio would be great, you know, because it, oh, it, it, sure. it's still creative, um, still a lot of design that goes into it. Um, yeah. So she kind of what we're doing, we're kind of focusing on design. Mm-hmm. Um, it also shows too, like, you know, hey, look, we like doing this too. We can do this and we like doing yeah. something different. And that's, I think me really getting into more graphic design now yeah Um, well i mean you've you've done the graphics for every single episode so far like all the artwork because if you'll if you'll notice cheeky little detail on the podcast artwork each episode at the bottom the graphic changes according to the length of each episode that's a little easter egg that we um we decided very early on that we're not going to push it out and advertise it and look at the graphic design that we do on our um, on our podcast artwork. But it was just a subtle nod to, I think, the graphic design qualities that we both like, where it's almost overtly functional. Like it will yeah. display yeah. all the information that you need, regardless of whether you want to read it or not. It's just there. Exactly. So. And I think doing getting more into the graphics and i want to continue getting more and more into that mm-hmm. that's something i want to throw in portfolio too because it's is different right like oh absolutely i think it's it's more creative anyways i don't know mm-hmm. it's i mean you came up with the whole layout of how to do the artwork and like yeah i wouldn't have been able to think of it in that way and that's because i think i just have a different sense of graphic design than you have I've noticed that the graphics, even the graphics that I do for work are largely form-based and Mm. flat in the sense that it's bigger shapes, flat colors, but not a lot of small, intricate detail, whereas you've been able to come out of left field and just put a bunch of this, like these minute details in everywhere. And personally, in my opinion, I think it complements the whole thing very well, especially with the... um, uh, the, like with the chroma stuff that you were doing yeah. and even in the portfolio i just pulled it up on on behance here and i think it i personally think it's a well-rounded graphic design style i don't know much Thank about you. graphic design obviously but me neither <laughs> that's what i would say <laughs> about it yeah no, i think i don't know i find that uh i find it fun anyways that's the it's... thing if, it, if you find it fun then like why not do it Exactly. And I don't know, it's just one thing recently I've just been like drawn to. And like when I say, like, I feel like when you say graphic design, a lot of people think like logo. Mm -hmm. That's like the instant go to. Yeah. And I haven't really um, designed many logos. Like, I mean, I haven't outside of school other than just personal stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I wouldn't say I'm like a, I'm nowhere near an illustrator wizard designing logos. Um, but graphic design, like I, I just been really drawn to like, I mean, I've always been drawn to like book covers 
magazine covers and and like the way I described some of the stuff I was showing you of those like Instagram accounts that just have like cool cool artwork I guess you could say yeah. it almost looks like some like obscure like highly artsy like uh, fashion magazine you'd find in like Paris or something yeah real bougie <laughs> it's, it's real, real bougie. like artsy and um, experimental I guess like you know and that's the stuff that I don't know is drawing me quite a bit um, especially that style I don't know I think it's become more popular now but I feel like what you, would you call what would you call that style I do you think that do you think I it don't has a even name? know I've been thinking recently of like how do you like what do you call it so I can actually look it up and see if I can yeah because oh. we've been I know we've seen that on like Sing Zero Zero it's very yeah very prominent on and um there's another i don't know if it's a tumblr account or just a website called anti-real i think it's a website website it's just a website yeah anti-real and they just put like graphics it's like they're just like posters of just like really futuristic tech looking Mm. graphic posters um I would say it's very like tech inspired though. Like there's a lot that looks yeah. like almost looks like a page of like code or something you'd see or Yeah. Um and I think it also is kind of you're also bringing in kind of that new trend in in design, I guess, which I don't know, again, I don't know what to call it, but the example I always go to is like the off-white. Yeah, I was where, just thinking like, that. You put like information like off-white technically like the little writing that you see on the shoes is like the stuff you'd see on the shoe box yeah but they put the that stats. on the shoe which I, I guess was like it was i mean it was revolutionary now you see it pop up a little bit more yeah no one thought to do that before yeah i'm seeing like on sync zero zero it's almost kind of like what nasa does too mm-hmm. um very much so where it's like um they have packaging for something and like they have to yeah. put the information on there. They're not like, they're not trying to make it designed so crazy that it's hard for astronauts to read. They just need, it needs to be functional. Yeah. But, um, and again, that's what we were talking about. It's almost, it's there's like, gotta be a name for it or we gotta come up with our own name. But like, it's almost like, yeah. um, designed function or something. Like it's, yeah, like, I, I, I'd, I'd totally agree though. It's like so, it's like anti design that it's like, design Mm -hmm. it's so not designed that it is designed in a way yeah it's like you look at a a shipping label for an an, an amazon package and it's just got all these numbers and these stats like all this this information that somewhere someone needs someone needs that information but it and it's on there but then you take that and you say apply it to a product such as take the chroma chair for example if you take all that type of relevant information and statistics and numbers and words and you put it next to a cool well-designed plywood rope chair and instantly it has that aesthetic of like a technical design to it and it looks really cool yeah like it's 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 hard to explain just design yeah maybe i'm just awful explaining i just don't know how to explain it it's just a cool like it's awesome trend or i don't even want to call it a trend a new Maybe it's new. Maybe it's not new. I guess it isn't. I mean, maybe in like mainstream, it's new. Like with clothing and footwear, it's everywhere now. 
Um, yeah. But I guess maybe something like NASA or something. They probably they've been doing it since they started it. You know, because they had to maybe because they had everyone to. else said, well, we we don't need all that information. It's obvious that this is a shoe. Of course. Yeah. That's why we have on our podcast artwork. It says podcast for listening. Yeah. Like it, just in case, just in case you forgot. It's almost like meta. Like it's like it is meta right. design. It's like it's meta design. It's like telling you it it's like telling you what something is but you already know what it is but it's like telling you extra stuff that you don't need to know but you're gonna know it anyway but it's like i don't know it just it becomes more of a graphic right like it's just it takes on its own its own entity in a way as a part of the design like whereas you know back back a while ago years ago with a camera and you have like the the lens like crosshair yeah on the photo and they're probably like figuring ways like how do we get rid of that and then now it's like let's bring that back and let's bring that back because that was functional and it worked and uh it actually looks which is like cool. one of the inspirations of one of the features you put on the the artwork for the for the podcast is that yeah. like crosshair man beautifully designed podcast artwork if i do say so myself yeah. thank you i think it, i think it looks I just those on. little graphics like they're just cool i don't know I feel like I could I talk forever it. about it because I see it. Maybe I'm seeing it more because I'm looking for it and I'm following more people that do uh, work Possibly. like that. Um, I mean, even even in your portfolio, you've got those little dashes. Yeah. Like the, the top left and then the bottom right yeah. of each page. And I mean, functionally, they serve no purpose, right? Yeah, but not really. At the same at the same time, they do because it kind of grounds the limits of the page in like a very loose way. It's which, like, okay, this this yeah. is a bit of the constraint. Which is kind of what I was in. going for. Um, I, I love it. Because one of my ideas, going back to the Mark One portfolio back in third year, um, I ne- I remember I'd seen some portfolio that used like, um, you know, like low opacity, like, light gray kind of boxes and stuff like that and shapes to help you know kind of like a grounding box to a sketch like help ground something or help overlap and make something else pop and whatever and i liked it and i did that and then i brought some of that back when i was working on the mark ii portfolio um and i had a rough idea where instead of having those little lines in the corners i had like like a low opacity gray box that almost fit the whole screen but didn't oh yeah. kind of thing and i was playing around with a few ideas like that for that reason of helping ground something so it's not just on a white background or yeah a gradient background some of that or for you did some of that for thesis presentations didn't you yeah some stuff like that yeah same style yeah and i think it looks cool and like you can do cool stuff with it i never got it to work the way i wanted to anyways but mm. those lines i was like i kind of just like it kind of helps frame it. And then also I found when I was doing it was it helped me use almost created like a margin for me for placing mm-hmm. text and images. So on like pretty much as on most of the pages where I thought it was um, important, like obviously all the text and the images line up on the inside corners right. of those lines and it helped me like organize and lay everything out. Um, yeah keeps so it consistently because that's keep, important yeah it keeps portfolio. it consistent exactly so um but one thing i noticed too when i put it on behance is when you uh 
because I, when I was working on Photoshop, I didn't really notice it. But in Behance, when you're scrolling through top to bottom, you mm-hmm. go like, it's like a pattern. Like it goes, you know, top left, bottom right, top left, bottom right. And it goes back yeah. and forth as you go down. And it almost kind of connects at it least does. the way on Behance with it. It kind of connects as you go down. I thought it, was, it looked kind of cool. It's kind of like a zigzag back and forth. Yeah. So right, I thought it was yeah. kind of a, yeah. I kinda, so you did all yeah. this in Photoshop. Yeah, because I'm an animal and I don't... Well, mostly because um, I feel like I know enough of Illustrator to get by. At least I know yeah. enough where I could do that portfolio in Illustrator. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have Illustrator. <laughs> so I was like... Yeah, I right, have a challenge. Photoshop. So is... Because this is what I've run into in producing my own portfolio. And this is mainly me asking you questions about your process. Mm-hmm. in this regard because i'm curious because i made my a very quick like a mini portfolio back yeah. at the beginning of the whole pandemic because i thought i'm going to be super productive i'm going to get this thing done i'm going to send it out i'm going to get a job yeah not exactly how it worked because this final document ended up being like eight gigabytes yeah it was huge and i went through and i like made it as optimized as possible in terms of what I was able to do. But even then, like when after compressing the PDF and everything, it just looked like total crap once yeah. everything got done. So, and I'm looking at yours here and the text is clean. Like there's no fuzzy text. The pictures all look good. There's no like blurred or pixelation in anything. It looks, and there's, it's 99% images. Yeah, that's the other thing. Which They're is big images. Which trying, which is what I was trying to go for. So, how did you? Is like each, because there's different cards. I guess you could say like different eleven by seventeens, mm-hmm. laid on top of each other. And I'm sure someone listening to this who's about to build their own industrial design portfolio or graphic design portfolio or whatever, a portfolio for their work, will hopefully find value in this. But like, is each one a different? artboard in a different file or a different all... file like i oh, okay. um sure so you've got like seven dozen different files yeah like i have a file for every page wow like Makes i sense. know someone uh if they watch me work on photoshop probably slap me and be like come on dude there's a better way to do this there's a cleaner way be more efficient be more efficient but i don't work on that with the artboards and and, and things like that but um, I kind of just, there's something about working that way that I like. Okay. Where I know each page is individual and like it's, I don't know why I just mentally, I think I like the way I do that or maybe it's just me being organized or whatever, but if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. But that's what I like. That's what I did. Like I, each file is, um, I can't remember if I made the page 11 by 17 or a bit larger. Hmm. I might have done it on a larger, no, it might be 11 by 17, like high resolution, like high, 11 by 17, 300 DPI. Right. With For, a quarter inch bleed on everything? Um, I think the bleed that might do that automatically when you bring it into Behance. Oh, okay. I think. That's why. On Probably. Photoshop, it was just like the full page. Right. And full 11 by 17, higher resolution. Um. 
And basically what it is, once I figured out those two dashes in the corners, mm-hmm. I just saved that for like every file, essentially. So it was always in right. the same spot every time. Like it was, you know, consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just start from there. So like I was already working like large. And a lot of the images oh, okay. I got from like, um, like for thesis, like a lot of the rendered images I did in Keyshot, like those are big photos yeah big image files they were big big image files so i knew i was like hey they're big enough as soon as i bring them down they're gonna look clean as hell anyways um images like that used in like the inspiration stuff like that that i just go online when i did thesis Mm -hmm. um usually when i'm online looking for stuff i try to find you know images that are at least a thousand by a thousand or somewhere near right yeah so when you bring them into like a 11 by 17 page they're gonna look clean um same with the text like as long as you're working big mm-hmm. and as long as you're not working small and stretching it big if you just make yeah. the font big and it's you can get like it looks clean um yeah. i but, mean like it, it it looks no like it looks super good and like there's a fair amount of content there for how practically laid out it is i guess you could say it's like did you save it as a, is each one a jpeg or a well, like I have PDF a, file i have a p i have obviously a photoshop file for each one then each one i save as a jpeg right i only did that because like again i don't have adobe acrobat because i'm poor and don't have the full adobe suite yeah, um true so i didn't do the pdf route i just did the jpeg because i knew it'll come out high quality yeah and and beyond it was like super easy like you just upload the jpeg and it just plops in and yeah it's like it fits to the page automatically like it's just it's clean it like, works it works so now yeah. what happens if you want to send that to an employer i'd have to send the link to right my Which page makes sense i mean yeah again i'm not an expert at all but i think sending a link to a portfolio is a lot easier than dumping a monster pdf in someone's inbox well that's the thing that i was wondering too because um i feel like i don't know why but i felt like coming out of school like i had the idea of like they're gonna want a pdf right like in the email they you don't don't send them on a wild goose chase to find your portfolio they don't have time and i get yeah. that but the problem like even with adobe acrobat and i you know make one big portfolio pdf file mm-hmm. like if you want you know, especially if it's a design portfolio, your images, you know, which ideally you're putting a lot of time into, are got to be clear and high quality. Yeah. And so and your gonna file's going to be fucking huge. Yeah. And you're going to have to compress it a lot to get it small enough where you can email it easy enough and have them open it without any issues yeah, or taking 10 so. years to open. And that's uh, what I've had issues with. And the problem sure. is it, compressing it that much. Like, obviously, I feel like there's an art to compressing PDFs. Oh, big time. But... It's so it's still so hard to get it compressed small enough, but maintain like a good enough quality. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, there's the thought of like them opening it up and making it look crap. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to like, I spent time making my layout look good to help save my work a little bit. The yeah. last thing I want to do is then ruin it by making everything look fuzzy and whatever. Yeah. But I thought, you know, it's not like I'm not like I would send them a link saying, 
All right, go to this website, and then at the bottom of this website, click this link. Then it'll take you to this page, and then click on this. And then you have yeah. to type in this password. And then you have to type this code. It's not like they're going on a chase to find a portfolio. If I just send a link no. to the Behance, there's two projects on there, and like mm-hmm. I was applying to some jobs today, and um, I don't think any of them said like like in the application you have to upload a portfolio or anything. It was like right. um, a few of them said like, oh, you know one of the requirements is like a portfolio showing that, you know, you're competent in the work they need, obviously. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, it's kind of, I just, get, that's how I you sent get the them. job. Yeah. And I sent them just the link, like in, in a lot of the applications where they have like a comment section or something, I would just type like, mm-hmm. you know, hi, like, you know, um, I'll link my Behance profile, which includes my portfolio and some other personal work. If you'd like to see, um, my work or some of my work, mm-hmm. right? Or see what I like to do. Um, yeah. Doing it a friendly way like that. All I have to do is click it, go there, and click on. And it, you yeah. keep it, I can make it, like I didn't compress any of those files to upload to Behance. Like the JPEGs yeah. are probably pretty juicy size, um, but That's it handles fine. it fine. Yeah. It looks clean. I mean, it took a little while to upload. Like the, the pages with just text on it would upload yeah. in like a second, like the loading bar a second Dude. or two done yeah no a problems. few of the ones like the thesis pages with like the key shot renders oh, on yeah. it that was like one of them took, took i felt like almost 10 minutes for one page to upload wow man yeah it was pretty big your internet well i don't know i guess i mean it's maybe it was bad. an exaggeration but but still pardon. no I, to- I totally get i totally get what you're saying but it keeps it looking nice and it's like behance it's not like it's some shit like sketchy websites like it's a very yeah. professional clean it's easy to use Adobe. easy right. to use intuitive website right it's yeah and it's it there. allows you to consistently update it like yeah. that that link is never going to go away no that link's and never going to expire ideally once i do have a job and i have the money i would like to get the full suite so i can have adobe portfolio anyways oh yeah because then when you get because then you get your own website like just for yeah. you and your portfolio, which would be yeah. like the best thing. That's the um, most optimal. The only challenge, because I've used Adobe Portfolio before, I think the only challenge with it is that it's www.adobeportfolio forward slash your name.com. So you don't yeah. actually, like you don't own your no, but domain. And like that was it's not a rule breaker or a deal breaker at all. Like it's not the end of the world, but it was for me when I bought the domain for my website, www.dillantorville.com. I was like, I want that and I don't want anything else attached to it. So that was, that was my justification for it. But obviously that's, that was just my preference for it. Yeah. That's something I would like to do in the future too. Once I've got, um, is your domain even available? Oh, I have no I'm idea. Gonna, I'd have to, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna check right now. But that's definitely something I'd like to do in the in the future. Just once I've got some more work that I want to show off, have a you know personalized website. That'd be kind of cool. It's just nice I, at this point where you don't really have the money to spend on stuff. Behance like yeah. covers everything for you. You don't have to have like, excuse me, anyone like, you know, coding your website or building your website. Yeah, you just no, it makes sense. Upload so, Behance and, you know, there you go. It easy. Looks, it looks like, um, 
Yeah, we can get www.zachwatson.com for $17 a year. Oh. Canadian. It's not bad. Wow. I don't know. Is that bad? I don't know. I haven't bought a website, so I don't know. Part, part of this name isn't made up of common words, so it might be harder to remember in text. It's talking about your ZAK name for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, a lot. We, can, we can get your, uh, your domain cool. name is still available. That's nice. Important. That's good to know. I wonder if um, the Process Podcast is available. The Process Podcast. Any other highlights from your day today? Oh, it's already registered. Oh, is it? Oh, shame. Yeah. Other than that, um, I got a, actually the Chroma project I put on BNS as well. got a comment. Ooh, that's awesome. Which was cool. From someone, someone just random saying that they liked the work. I was like, that's, that's neat. Thanks, man. I like, also, I like you too. Also, on Instagram, shout out to Nick Practicante. Ooh, what's one of the Nick One say? of the boys. He... He uh, commented saying, um, he's like, let me actually read it. I think he, he basically said he, he fucks with the color grading. Ooh. And when he said color grading, I was like, oh, Sir. my boy, you know, you know. He knows. I was like, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. See what see what Nick says. Yeah, Nick, he says. We, gradu- we graduated with Nick for those. Yeah. Who are confused by who this Nick character is? One of the one of the boys. One yeah, he said, boys. "Not gonna lie, I fuck with the color grading on this one. Product is really cool too." I'm like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah." Good, good way to lean into it. The product is also cool too. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I keep on forgetting that you don't have Instagram, so you wouldn't have uh, seen it. Yeah, but I, you, I, you I linked saying, like, you, like I added you seven, Sean. Oh, thank you. In in that. in the uh, in the caption. Anybody and, else comment on it? Well, Sean said, love it with the hard eye emoji. Beautiful, Sean. Anybody else? Seb was like, looks so good. Oh, Exclamation yeah. point. Very Seb thing. Way, way to say something. I'm, I'm commenting verbally. It looks very, very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else comment on it? Um, friend Jake just put hard eye emoji and a bunch of fire emojis. It's like, oh, we love Jake. But he told me over on like Snapchat, he was like, dude. I like the post looks great. It's fucking hot. I was like real hot, man. I sent him that work I did for on the portfolio, that clothing project I did. We're not triple, the triple brand. T. triple T. Um, and he was, he was like, I showed him that picture of with the clothing concepts I had Photoshopped. And he's like, yo man, looks, it looks amazing. He's like, you, you trying to, you trying to get that made. He's like, if you are, just let me know. I'd be happy to like help you, you know, pay for that, like fund that. <laughs> I'd love that. I'm like, dude, wow. maybe not yet, but thank you. I appreciate it. That's exciting. I mean, it's one of those things that when I was working on it, I finished it. I'm looking at the page and I'm like, I know it's a long shot. It's a lot of work, but like, I got to do something with this eventually. Cause I, I'm obviously biased towards the outcome of it, but for sure looking back and trying to be as objective as possible and unbiased looking at it, I'm like, man, I feel like this stuff actually looks pretty cool. Like it actually, I think so. I would wear it. Um, could have some potential. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I think so. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll get big design company to, uh, produce it, launch the product. That'd be kind of sick. That'd be, be really cool. Wicked. It's like our, as our first, first clothing brand mm. that, and eventually the process merch. But I think we're we're a long way off on that. Full of graphics. Ooh, 
was going to be so nice. Full of graphics. So much hats. Actually, hats, t-shirts, one of the shorts, really thongs. cool <laughs> thongs. One of the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, that notices like for the pro- for the process podcast when we're coming with the mm-hmm. artwork. One side showing you some of that stuff I was inspired by and was like, I kind of think we should go with the aesthetic of like that, like highly graphic, you know, tech kind of inspired thing. And you're like, yeah, yeah, right away. You're like hundred percent. That's yeah. Let's do it. I'm on board. And I made that like graphic asset page. Yeah. Oh man. Where it's just, it's just a page, just a black page in Photoshop, a PSD file. And it's just like graphic stuff on it. So it's like anywhere from like the copyright and trademark symbols to like arrows and, um, like the little corner pieces you see and like the artwork crosshair type things, mm. circles, dots, squares, like little, you know, the stuff that looks like the construction tape, like, yeah, it's beautiful graphic elements as well as things like question marks and asterisks and underscores. And anyway, it's just a page full of that. So I can, good. whenever I'm working on something that needs graphics, I can have that beside and just copy and paste and pull that from it. Mm-hmm. And building that and actually using it like realizing how valuable that is it was super cool because i used that for the portfolio too like for the for the um for that branding project i used used that page gotta love it gotta love uh, it i think that's probably a good point to uh wrap things up it's been the process we've uh been has been a good chats today we um we have an email but we're gonna talk about it on tomorrow's episode yeah save it for next yes i think so we'll save it for the friday the 13th episode episode spooky and hopefully it goes well let's keep our fingers crossed so if you've made it this far into the show like subscribe comment leave us a if you want leave us a review not even if you want do it anyway leave us a review on apple podcasts five star review write a comment about the show it um just helps make it a little bit more discoverable if you're on google podcast subscribe to us there if you're on spotify follow us there it every every little bit of interaction helps whether that's sharing a link with a friend sending it to your grandma just do whatever with it post it anyone who likes creative things or exactly is thinking about doing some creative but is unsure you know yeah exactly and yeah, like spread it to anybody. If you're in high school, 99% of the stuff is still relevant. Even if you're oh, in yeah. elementary school, even if you're super old, like we're not experts. We're still just trying to figure things out. That's uh, that's kind of the beauty. We're all, we're all in it together. Yeah. That's the exciting part. So yeah, spread the word. Let's, uh, we've had a few people trickling in. Like we said, we got our first email, which was very exciting. Um really gratifying writing back to an email that I probably would have written myself like just two years ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a cool feeling. So yeah. Yeah. Send us an email. Hi dot the process podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions whatsoever about anything creativity related, if you want to know about Zach's secret clothing brand, triple T, (laughs) Yeah, triple send them an e- send them an email. Just get in contact. Reach out. We'll uh, we'll put some show notes together. We'll link to Zach's Behance profile. We'll link to my website. So that way you can actually see the kind of design stuff that we do. Show yeah. that we're not just we're not all talk. We actually do stuff. 
I, 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 I is... mostly just talk. So, well, you're on a podcast. That's <laughs> that's your job. Yeah, but yeah, that's your, yeah, that's your job now. That is true. So, yeah. 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 Also, we, uh, check out our Instagram. Yeah. That we finally got up now, which is the process underscore underscore podcast. Um, Beautiful. We'll be uploading more and more as we go. Um, especially coming up soon again, Inktober. Hopefully, we want to do something with that. Um, and we're posting stuff on that profile, on that yeah. account uh, when we get to that. So make sure to check that out and, you know, see. Uh, hopefully, we can post some visual um, counterparts to what we're talking about all the time. Yeah, I think so. We could. Um... We could probably post our ideation sketches for the microphone stands. What do you think about that? We could do that. Yeah, we could post. Yeah. I think we can do stuff. that. Yeah. I'll um I'll do that after we finish the show. I'll uh I'll take a snap, send it to you. You take a snap and chuck it up on yeah on the gram. Put some together. At the process double underscore podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you in the next one. Yeah. Thanks for listening to me talk about myself for an hour. <laughs> really egotistical. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Okay. See, see you guys. You guys.